0: to all our listeners around the world logged on to qmzradio.com and johnnoradio.com of course i have to say good morning to my studio audience courtesy of clubhouse it is tuesday june 28th turned tuesday we're playing yesterday's favorites and today's hits thank you for joining me for coffee and toe world news on the go every monday through friday starting at 9 a.m to 12 p.m eastern where i read the news and we share our views follow me on twitter at me media moments on instagram moments underscore with underscore me underscore media and subscribe to the youtube channel moments with me media like share comment and click on that notification bell and don't forget to download the jano radio app j-a-h-k-n-o available in your apple and google play stores and here are the headlines we have coming up for you today in international news russian missile strike hits crowded shopping mall in ukraine U.S. kills senior leader of al-Qaeda-linked group in Syria. Iran applies to join BRICS group of emerging countries. Germany returns artifacts taken from Africa during colonial rule. In news out of North America, 46 migrants were found dead inside a semi-truck in San Antonio, with 16 more hospitalized, authorities say. Three killed and at least 50 injured when Amtrak train derails in Missouri after hitting dump truck. And on the same day, Amtrak train collides with vehicle in California at an intersection, killing three. AOC shares rape story while advocating for abortion rights, says she was grateful she had the freedom to choose her destiny had she become pregnant. Lawyer who advised Trump says federal agents seized phone. And Supreme Court backs coach in praying on field after games. In business and tech news, Amazon unveils feature that allows Alexa to speak in loved one's voice. Health and Science News World faces ocean emergency. UN warns as activists urge action. In sports news, Russian court sets July 1 as trial date for Britney Griner. Lakers assign Sharif O'Neill and Scottie Pippen Jr. to two-way contracts. In the Caribbean corner, National Hurricane Center says a system to pass over or near southern Windward Islands tonight. Three persons believed to be Jamaicans found dead in New York home. Out of Trinidad and Tobago, C.A.L. flights canceled. Schools closed in T.N.T. as disturbance approaches. And out of Suriname, updates visa policy for USA, EU and several other states. No Latin American stories today, but in Believe It or Not, we do have quite a bit. Three children dead after 911 caller says mother tried to stab them during a house fire in Georgia. A Pennsylvania principal arrested and charged on 30 felony charges after having a sexual relationship with a student for seven years. Pennsylvania woman stuffs grandmother's body in freezer, collects her social security check for years. Michigan babysitter accused of murdering toddler mother says, she threw my son into the wall. Alabama sheriff's deputy arrested for promoting prostitution. Police say restaurant workers shot an argument over mayonnaise. In entertainment news, Atlanta's Hartfield-Jackson Airport will have terminal for the rich and famous. Samuel L. Jackson criticizes Clarence Thomas for proposing to overturn significant rulings. How's Uncle Clarence feeling about loving v. Virginia? Nene Leakes does not understand why she's being dragged into her boyfriend's legal issues with his... A strange wife. We'll have the details coming up right after this music break. Here's a little bit more of yesterday's favorites and today's hits.
1: a psycho freak sometimes trying to get connected no wi-fi tell me that you love me are you lying give me lemonade i give you limes house in the hills is a house of cards blink and the fairy tale falls apart sorry didn't mean to get so dark maybe i'm an alien earth is hard sometimes i don't trust the way i feel on my instagram talking about i'm healed 15. I don't blame the girls For how it went down
2: They cut deep crisis of confidence. It tends to come when I feel the dark and I open my heart. If you don't see it, you should trust me. I feel like I got nothing left right now. Except this beauty in her dress right now. She got me feeling like the best and the rest are just less than she needs. So we press play and step to the beat. Cause we're living life
0: at a different... Thank you to all our listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, Janoradio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I'm Moments With Me, and you're listening to Coffee in Tow, World News on the Go every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where... I read the news and we share our reviews. Don't forget to go ahead and follow me on Twitter at me media moments on Instagram moments with me media and subscribe to the YouTube channel moments with me media. Like, share, comment and click on that notification bell. And thank you so much for joining me again. And now it is time for us to get into the details. And we are starting off with international news. Russian missile strike hits crowded shopping mall in Ukraine. Excuse me. Russian long-range bombers struck a crowded shopping mall in Ukraine's central city of Kremenchuk with a missile on Monday, raising fares of what President Volodymyr Zelensky called an unimaginable number of victims in one of the most daring terrorist attacks. In European history, Zelensky said that many of the more than 1,000 afternoon shoppers and staff inside the mall managed to escape. Giant plumes of black smoke, dust and orange flames emanated from the wreckage, with emergency crews rushing in to search broken metal and concrete for victims and put out fires. Onlookers watched in distress at the sight of how an everyday activity such as shopping could turn into a horror. The casualty figures were changing as rescuers searched the smoldering rubble into early Tuesday. Ukraine's emergency services reported late on Monday that at least 16 people were dead and about 60 wounded. Soldiers worked into the night to lug sheets of twisted metal and broken concrete as one drilled into what remained of the shopping center's roof. Drones whirred above. Clouds of dark smoke still emanating from the ruins several hours after the fire had been put out. At Ukraine's request, the U.N. Security Council scheduled an emergency meeting in New York on Tuesday to discuss the attack. In the first Russian government comment on the missile strike, the country's first deputy uh, permanent representative to the United Nations, Dmitry Polyansky, alleged multiple inconsistencies that... He did not specify, claiming on Twitter that the incident was a provocation by Ukraine. Russia has repeatedly denied its tar- it targets civilian infrastructure, even though Russian attacks have hit other shopping malls, theaters, hospitals, kindergartens and apartment buildings. The missile strike unfolded as Western leaders pledged continued support for Ukraine and the world's major economies prepared new sanctions against Russia, including a price cap on oil and higher tariffs and goods. Meanwhile, the U.S. appeared ready to respond to Zelensky's call for more air defense systems, and NATO planned to increase the size of its rapid reaction forces nearly eightfold to 300,000 troops. Zelensky said the mall presented no threat to the Russian army and had no strategic value. He accused Russia of sabotaging people's attempts to live a normal life, which make the occupiers so angry. This next story comes to us courtesy of Al Jazeera. The United States military says it carried out a raid in Syria's Idlib province that targeted a Syrian leader of an al-Qaeda-aligned group. The attack on Monday targeted Abu Hamza al yemeni a senior leader of the al-Qaeda-aligned Huras al-Din, while he was traveling alone on a motorcycle, the U.S. Central Command said in a statement. It added that an initial review did not indicate civilian casualties. <clears throat> Excuse me. The removal of this senior leader will disrupt al-Qaeda's ability to carry out attacks against U.S. citizens, our partners, and innocent civilians around the world, the statement added. The the Syrian Civil Defense, a humanitarian organization, said in a tweet that a man was killed shortly before midnight after his motorcycle was targeted with two rockets, adding it has transferred the body to the forensic department in Idlib City. Huras al-Din was founded in 2018 by al-Qaeda supporters. I don't know if it's just me, but something is a little off with that story. I don't know. Um... A little suspicious that he would be riding on a motorcycle all by himself, knowing that he is a senior leader of Al-Qaeda? Huh. Okay. He who lives, lives to tell the tale, right? And I'll just leave it at that. Iran has submitted an application to become a member of the group of emerging economies known as the BRICS, an Iranian official said on Monday. Iran's membership in the BRICS group, which includes Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, would result in added values for both sides, Iran's foreign minister spokesperson said. Russian foreign ministry spokeswoman Maria Zakharova said, apparently separately, that Argentina had also applied to join the group. Argentinian officials could not be reached for immediate comment. Argentina's president, Alberto Fernandez, currently in Europe, has in recent days reiterated his desire for Argentina to join the BRICS. While the White House was thinking about what else to turn off in the world, ban or spoil, Argentina and Iran applied to join the BRICS, Zakharova wrote in the Telegram messaging app. Russia has long been been pushing to forge closer ties with Asia, South America and the Middle East. But it has intensified its efforts recently to weather sanctions imposed by Europe, the United States, and other countries over its invasion of Ukraine. On Monday, the U.S. and other Western nations pledged unwavering support for Ukraine after 28 civilians were killed in several Russian attacks, including a missile raid on a crowded shopping center. Russia denies targeting civilians in what it calls a special military operation to disarm Ukraine and protect it from fascists. Kiev and its allies in the West say the war is an unprovoked act of aggression. That's pretty interesting. Um, The world is literally being divided, not geographically speaking, well, physically speaking from a geographical perspective. But yeah, it's really being um split. So... You would think that countries in the Americas would stick together, right? But there is, yeah, a separation, clearly, with Russia trying to forge closer ties with South America. And, of course, we know that Asia is already forging those ties, the Middle East, so it's pretty interesting. Let's see how this plays out. Uh, Priceless artifacts removed and looted from African nations during Germany's colonial period will be permanently returned never should have removed them in the first place the Berlin-based Prussian Cultural um, Heritage Foundation which manages the German capital's many museums said on Monday it had entered into negotiations on the returns of artifacts to Namibia Tanzania, and Cameroon. Among the artifacts to be returned is a shell-studded statue of the mother goddess Gonza, which holds great spiritual significance for the Nassau people of southwest Cameroon, the foundation said. The statue has been part of the collection of Berlin's Ethnological Museum since 1903, after it was donated, quote-unquote, by a German colonial officer who had taken it by force from the Nassau. It's interesting the play on words. Taken it by force, isn't that stealing? <laughs> and what what amuse, amuses me is that um, they're entering into negotiations. I'm not so sure why you would want to negotiate on returning something that you have stolen. Just return it. No need for the negotiations. Return everything and intact as well. Yeah. The board also approved the permanent return of 23 artifacts, including jewelry, tools, and fashion items to Namibia. The objects also stolen, now they're starting to use the right words, also stolen during the colonial period from um, 1884 to 1919, were sent to Namibia last month for research purposes and will now remain there The foundation said its president had also been authorized to sign an agreement on the return of objects Germany looted from Tanzania during the Majimaji rebellion and other conflicts during its early 20th century colonial rule. The Foundation's president Hermann Parzinga welcomed the move to return the artifacts. The decision makes clear that the issue of the return of items collected in a colonial context, does not always come down to injustice the special significance in particular spiritual of an artifact for the community it originated from may also justify return so i'm going to embrace the start because there i'm sure there is more that they need to do right um as there are impositions made on the country the various countries more than just the artifacts were taken i would want to assume right um talk about some money too that you made off of (laughs) whatever it is that you stole from the country how about you calculate add interest and tax and return that as well you know it's easy to return the um the artifacts; very easy to return the artifacts but let's now talk about dollars and cents all right um but step in the right direction um all the countries that invaded other countries and stole from them follow suit but follow up with your paycheck with your checkbook as well but as I'm looking at the years 1884 to 1919 and I'm like wow my grandfather was born my dad's father was actually born in the 1800s interesting late 1800s I might add but yeah wow and to think that these things were going on then less technology than they have today can you imagine if they had the technology that we have today how much more devastating things would have been for many especially on the continent yeah and those were our stories we, go ahead no sorry go ahead out to auto
3: hey moments um good morning everyone you bring up a, val- a very valid point of just returning these artifacts and uh, with uh, monetary um, compensation. The one thing that uh, just struck me is that they want to return the artifacts to say it's in goodwill and, and whatnot, but we're not counting into consideration where these people might have been uh, sold these artifacts to private companies, private um, people, and these people paid have paid taxes on those artifacts. What about the money that they made on that returning it to its original owner?
0: Yeah. You see, they're hoping, out oh, that we don't ask for the money. That's, or the countries don't ask for the money. That's what they're trying to do. What they're doing is slapping a Band-Aid on the situation. In my opinion, it's pouring salt in an open wound. You're making these gestures. And you're skirting around the real issue at hand. And nobody wants to shell out the checkbook. Nobody wants to say, sit at the table and say, you know something, let us do a calculation. Let us see the value over the years. How much did we make off of it, and return every penny as well?
3: Yeah, that's easy because uh, if you think about it, when um, pr- when these billionaires buy these priceless artifacts, they pay a tax on that. um So that's easy to find. That's easy to track. They just don't want it. They don't it's want simple. it. Simple. They, they made the money and. They say, oh, our bad. Now we can give it back to you. And knowing that that country is not going to make any financial um, gain off of it because they've already done it. And I think a lot of times in these artifacts that they are returning are artifacts that they cannot, um, they've ceased to make funds off of.
0: Mm, Interesting. That's an interesting perspective. You're probably right on that. Yeah. And I hope, you know what I hope? I hope they're returning the genuine ones and not replicas off. How can you trust a thief?
3: You cannot. And who's going to really authenticate it but their own people and it could be in somebody's basement?
0: Exactly. Exactly. So that's something they have to pay grave attention to. Don't just be happy to receive it. But make sure that before they even transport it to those countries, they are um, checked. Send your own people, your own historians. Is that the right name for them? So that they can inspect these things and speak to the authenticity of them and you know, say, okay, seal of approval. And if there's any discrepancy, say, uh-uh, we don't want this. We need the original. They have stolen so much. And now... You know what? <clears throat> Excuse me. So Namibia, Tanzania, and Cameroon, good for you, but make sure you press for more. That's all I'm gonna say on that matter. All right, and those were our stories from the international scene. I'm gonna take another quick break and listen to a little more of yesterday's hits and today's favorites on our Turn Talk Tuesday session right here on Coffee Until. Here is Skip Marley with Slow Down.
2: Oh, yeah. Girl, I'm in love. Darling, I care, I care for you more than my own self. Darling, I share, I share with you all goodness and well. Said, we can have just one night, or we can have one whole life if we play it cool. Yeah. Or oh, we can have everything if our hearts are true Girl, slow down Girl, let me love you Darling, slow down Let me get to you know
5: It's like a lot, they the time.
6: We got a lot of boats, catch longer than a bus. We some warriors, digging into your heart through the party, yeah. And I say the top at the
7: aria, she got a lot of Rastafaria. We might walk one at the party, We don't play nine, we heart is yeah. Spending cash for fun, get us all
2: up She won't go want
0: wonder cause the real is rare. Thank you to all our listeners logged on to QMZradio.com, Jannoradio.com and everyone here with me on clubhouse where the conversation happens i'm moments with me and you're listening to coffee into world news on the go every monday through friday starting at 9 a.m to 12 p.m eastern where I read the news and we share our views. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments, on Instagram, Moments with Me Media, and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Moments with Me Media. Like, share, comment, and click on that notification bell. And now it is time for us to get into our stories out of North America. This story is so unfortunate, so sad, and I believe could have been prevented. How? Not sure, but I know there is a way. 46 migrants were found dead inside a semi-truck in San Antonio with 16 more hospitalized, authorities say. According to CNN, the victims were migrants. City councilwoman Adriana Rocha Garcia said on Monday after a briefing by the San Antonio Police Chief Their discovery comes as U.S. federal authorities have launched an unprecedented operation to disrupt human smuggling networks. The U.S. Department of Homeland Security's investigation unit was alerted by San Antonio police to an alleged human smuggling event and is leading the probe, an Immigration and Customs Enforcement spokesperson said on Monday. Three people are in custody, though their connection to the situation is unclear. Police chief Bill McManus said at a news conference on Monday night, authorities were alerted to the scene just before 6 p.m. when a worker in a nearby building heard a cry for help. The worker found a trailer with doors partially opened and saw people deceased inside. 16 people, 12 adults and four children were taken to medical facilities, San Antonio Fire Chief Charles Hood said. Three taken to Methodist Hospital Metropolitan were in stable condition. Those found alive were hot to the touch and suffering from heat stroke and exhaustion, Hood said, and were conscious when taken for care. There was no sign of water in the refrigerated semi-tractor trailer and no visible working air conditioning unit. High temperatures Monday in the San Antonio area ranged from the high 90s to low 100s, according to the National Weather Service. I am heartbroken by the tragic loss of life today, and I'm praying for those still fighting for their lives, said Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas on social media. Far too many lives have been lost as individuals, including families, women, and children take this dangerous journey. The 60 firefighters that were unseen are being put through a critical incident stress debriefing, we're not supposed to open a truck and see stacks of bodies in there. None of us come to work imagining that. Here's what I'm going to say. It all could have been avoided. Um, now, probably not this particular situation. But what can be avoided or minimized? Are people taking the treacherous journey, risking their lives, to get into the U.S., seeking a better way of life. Remember when we had the Summit of the Americas? We just had it. What were the countries? We're blocking out countries because we don't believe, we don't agree with their policies as it relates to human rights, which I I, I have to question because we have a huge human rights issue in this country as well but we won't talk about that. That's not the conversation right now. I know I kept saying right here on Coffee and Toll on several occasions that this thing of not wanting to meet with Cuba, Nicaragua, and um, what was it? Venezuela? Yeah. Excluding them from the summit, is also excluding the opportunity or blocking the opportunity rather to have conversation to see how life can be improved in those countries so that people are not risking themselves and their families but no we block them and the more you block them and refuse to have discourse that is favorable on both sides because you can't impose a dictatorship on them, which is what um, they want to do, right? They want to impose their way and their way on. And if you don't agree with what they're saying, we're going to continue to impose these sanctions, right? But it's not working. And it is time the U.S. takes a step back And realize that their measures are failing. And unfortunately, the ones who are feeling it, the ones who are succumbing, the ones who are falling victims, are never the ones who are making this hard stance rule. But it's always those who are looking for a way out. The disenfranchised. Always when are we going to be true humanitarians when are we going to understand that sometimes you have to bend a little you have to know how to negotiate versus dictate and that is what is happening with the us and cuba the us and venezuela the us and nicaragua the u.s and several countries it's not working you gotta try something else it's we're on a hamster's wheel and what you ever watch a hamster on a wheel just goes round and round and round and round and gets nowhere nowhere all it does is poop in its kennel or cage whatever you call it and somebody has to clean up the poop the mess People would stop risking their lives if we would sit down and have conversation, come up with resolution, come up with ways to fight crime in these other countries. Don't only seek to help out in countries where there is some benefit to some degree, right? I know someone opened their mic. I was not looking at my screen, so I do apologize, please. Go right ahead. Okay, I thought someone else
8: was gonna say something. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say something. More, Go morning ahead, James.
0: Good morning James, welcome.
8: Yeah, I, I think if, if anything that we have learned over the past couple of years is that, you know, since the pandemic, since this whole war in Ukraine, is that we're not as equal as people Thought we were. There's no such thing. We're not as equal. Um, When you look at the Ukraine thing, you know, it's unfortunate because you know, people are dying, you know, people have lost their livelihood and stuff like that. You know, to 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 come from like a a country that's first world, very developed. You you have your life savings, your 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 house, your business, and everything is destroyed. It's unfortunate. But the reality is that even in the face of disaster and and a crisis like what's happening in Ukraine, racism still rears it, its ugly head. Because I don't know if anyone else is noticing, but um, the the Ukrainians that are coming across to Canada, um, America, and parts of Europe, I don't know if you realize that they are not in most. Most of the local media, um, when, when they refer to them, they're like um, Ukrainians, um, you know, a, a, a flight of Ukrainian um, touchdown in Toronto, so-and-so, touchdown in Montreal. They're not considered refugees because refugees are black and brown people and, and, and people from um, Muslim countries. Um, when anything happened in, in, in Europe, they're immigrants, you know. They're they're <laughs> they're called by their country, the country that they're from. They're not called um, refugees, Fugies. and that's a big problem. That's a that's a very big problem because I've noticed that in even our coverage here mm-hmm. in Canada, and and even from some of the the um the coverage that 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 we saw when the war hit, when some of the reporters were like, "Oh, you know, this is not what refugees look like." We have not seen this in 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 in, in our lifetime, you know. Um, Blue eye people are leaving, you know, those reports. You know, it came off like people look at it and say, like, oh, maybe it's a mistake with the the journalist, the journalist is like young or inexperienced, and it was a mistake. No, oh, okay. that's how they see it. It's deliberate. James.
0: It. It's deliberate,
8: and that is yeah, how, how you condition people's minds, right? Yeah. By the
0: verbiage we use, it's like turn cornmeal and polenta. Same thing. And I refuse to eat either. Turn cornmeal and polenta. Oh, it's polenta when the Italians make it, but it's turn cornmeal when we make it in Jamaica.
8: And at least the turn cornmeal have flavor. (laughs) polenta have anything. yeah yeah so it's it's yeah it's it's ridiculous, and like we're gonna sit and we're gonna watch billions of dollars from all of these um countries go into ukraine and 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 we're gonna look and we're gonna see Cuba still suffering, yeah um we're gonna see um Nicaragua still like all of these countries that don't need as much money to be pumped into them, but they're gonna stay and they're gonna suffer nonetheless while um, the, the white world um, come and rally around Ukraine and spend billions of dollars. And it, 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 it's just like, you, you know, you're telling us that, that we're living in an equal world and when we're looking, we're seeing something different.
0: <laughs> That's what they want us to believe, James. Uh, Dre, I do apologize. I did have to mute your mic um, as James was speaking. Uh, but Dre has a comment in the chat. We notice this James, they block Cuba, they block Venezuela saying communism, but to do business with Russia and China. Most of these things are based on racism blatantly. It is what it is, clearly. And um, there's no other way to put it. Uh, I don't know. <sighs> um, will it ever change? Because, James, you made a point, all this money that other countries, all the countries, especially the U.S., um, that they're pumping into Ukraine, if that money was diverted, I believe it could turn the needle 180 degrees instead of heading south. Now we're heading north in terms of we're looking up in terms of the type of infrastructure, the opportunities that we can put in place the um, control that they can have as far as um, mobs and gangs are concerned in these countries, the guerrillas, right? Because they say these are the people running these countries, they're, they're the ones committing the crimes. Okay, you don't want them here in the U.S. And as far as the U.S. is concerned, everybody coming from Central to South America are criminals. Okay, you don't want them here. So how about you turn that money that you're pumping into war, turn it in to these countries. But no, it's not going to happen because you know something, James? This war that's going on in Ukraine, as Ukraine is demolished, who do you think are going to get the job opportunities to rebuild the country? Not people of color, not brown and black people, it's the Europeans who are going to get the jobs to rebuild. Because you, it will be rebuilt, believe it or not. They are going to rebuild um, Ukraine. But who is going to do the rebuilding? Who is going to benefit? Again, there is going to be a widening of the socioeconomic gap where one group is given the opportunity. Are they going to say, okay, let us rally from all around the world where everybody gets the opportunity to get a piece of the pie in the rebuilding process? I don't think so.
8: And, and one of other thing too, why I feel like if America and all of these European countries um, meant any good to, to, to the world in general and, and, and these countries that are third world, not because people are not ambitious, but because they were colonized and they were raped of off their natural resources. That's why they're third world. Like, they're, they're, they're just, they didn't just get up and say, we're not going to advance our, our country, or we're not going to... You know, they were made third world by these European countries. And if, if, you, if you realize that the pattern of the so-called third world countries, that immig- immigrants from these third world countries, if you notice the pattern in Canada, England... America, like these countries, three countries where most of these people go to. um, Most third world immigrants, when you look at like people from the Caribbean, people from the Philippines, people from other countries, it's like one foot in, one foot out. So what does that tell you? That tells you that these people have a real love for their country. They're not running away from their country because they don't love their country. They're running away because of lack of opportunity are um, crime and violence. Yeah. Because a lot of these countries, just look at, just look at, as I said, look at third world country immigrant, as opposed to immigrants from like Europe. Immigrants from, from the Philippines, from the Caribbean, they have one bank account in their country and one bank account in a, in in their, their where the circle, whether it's Canada, America, England. And these people send back more remittance go to these country more than any, more than any, any other the European countries when Europeans leave and go to America or, or so, like they settle there. they're not thinking much about like you know back home as much as immigrants um, from the third world countries. So that shows that look, if you as America, the police of the world that cares so much about the, the countries around the world, um, make it better for like places like Cuba, places like, you know, Guatemala, like Jamaica, the, the, the entire Caribbean. People are not going to be thinking about running off in, in, in your country, you know. Mm-hmm. People are going to go to America. They're going to go back home because that's what they do. Yeah. Like every every Jamaican I know, like most Jamaicans, not, not 100%, are building something back in Jamaica. They, they're connected. They're they 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 up at Jamaica National or Western Union sending money, so that means they have one foot in and one foot out. So it's yeah. not because it's the worst country in the world; they just need opportunities. So you know, like if you if you care about the, the world as much as you say, like give you know give them opportunity you know at least because you guys took their stuff you know mm-hmm. you took their goals you took their their box site, you took everything so give them opportunities.
0: Yeah. Um, this, the situation is really sad with the crossing and I'm sure there are others that have not been discovered. Others who were lucky to come, lucky enough to come through successfully. I'm sure others have died making the trek, the, the, um, journey this way to get across. The people who did the transporting, the smuggling, shame on you. Shame on you for not um, seeing to it that they were treated like human beings in the back of that trailer, meaning they should have had air flowing through there. If it's a refrigerated container, you should have seen to it that there were tolerant, um, tolerable temperatures back there. You should have seen to it that they had food and water. Not that I'm endorsing. Don't get me wrong. Not that I'm endorsing the smuggling. I'm not. But if you're going to smuggle people, please be, be a human being. Be compassionate about how you do it. Because I'm sure the smugglers were paid. These people scrape everything that they have together. And they give it to you. I hope they do catch the smugglers, the leader of the smuggling ring. They need to be dealt with accordingly. And it looks as though they realized that something happened why they left the door cracked so that those who were in there would escape or whatever. Yeah. Three people are dead and at least 50 injured after an Amtrak train derailed Monday in Missouri. Authorities said on Monday evening. Justin Dunn, a spokesperson for the Missouri State Highway Patrol Troop B, told reporters that two of the people who were killed were aboard the train, while the third was in a dump truck that the train struck. Authorities said the tragic incident happened at an uncontrolled intersection without warning lights or motion gates, where a gravel road crossed the railroad tracks southwest of the town. Amtrak said the train collided with the dump truck at a public crossing near the city of Mendon at about 12.42 p.m. And another Amtrak situation, an Amtrak train crossing through an intersection, again without crossing gates in rural Brentwood, California, collided with a passenger vehicle, killing three people as well and causing major injuries to two others on Sunday. All five victims were in the vehicle and were attending an event near the train route. This is so unfortunate. And it's so sad that in succession, one Sunday, one Monday, both of them resulting in three people dying. reminds me of our Bright Line train here in um, South Florida that runs, I think, from Broward up to West Palm Beach. You're constantly hearing about somebody getting, getting hit, whether it's a um, pedestrian or a vehicle. I remember they stopped operations, and as soon as they resumed, bam, somebody got hit again. But um, I thought crossing gates were standard at all railway intersections or at all intersections where there is a railway. I thought it was standard that you would have to have a crossing gate, but I guess not when you go into the rural areas. So unfortunately, I do hope that... Um, who who mans the, the um, intersections? Does that come under Department of Transportation? They need to look into that. If that's their portfolio and look into, look into seeing to it, whether it's in a rural or suburban area or city, see to it that all railway intersections have those gates. There needs to be a change. We don't need any more um, tragedies happening. AOC shares rape story while advocating for abortion rights, says she was grateful she had the freedom to choose her destiny had she become pregnant. Congresswoman Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez spoke out about abortion rights. She recently spoke at a rally at Union Square in New York City. She reveals to protesters she had been raped, and thank God abortion was an option. I myself, she said, when I was about 22 or 23 years old, I was raped when I was living right here in New York City. I was completely alone. In fact, I felt so alone that I had to take a pregnancy test in a public bathroom in Midtown Manhattan, when I sat there waiting for what the results would be, all I could think was, thank God I have at least a choice. Thank God I could at least have the freedom to choose my destiny. I didn't know then, as I was waiting, that it would come up negative. But it doesn't matter. This is for all of us. This is not a woman's rights issue. This is an issue for everyone. AOC also added that abortions will not stop but will be extremely hard if not impossible for women to access the supreme court recently overturned the historic court case roe versus wade that legalized abortions since the announcement a total of 26 states are expected to enforce the new law and aoc is right it's not going to stop can you stop dr- drugs no you can not as long as there is a demand there is going to be a supply could you stop prostitution, the oldest um profession in the books? No. Because people are gonna find a way one way or another. You know? I um I think it's Amsterdam. Is it Amsterdam that um prostitution is legal? I know um you can go down to Red Light District and you can, you know, pick your poison or pick your choice um and it's legal so so too is smoking weed in some parts but clearly there is a lack of comprehension the ability lack (laughs) the ability to reason and realize that you know certain things the harder you make it for them it's the more they're gonna want it just saying um a lawyer who advised Trump says federal agents seized phone. This is stories of, uh, courtesy of um, the Associated Press out of Washington. A conservative lawyer who aided former President Donald Trump's efforts to undo the 2020 election results and who has been repeatedly referenced in House hearings on January 6, 2021. Assault in the Capitol said in a court filing Monday that federal agents seized his cell phone last week. John Eastman said the agents took his phone as he left a restaurant last Wednesday evening. The same day, law enforcement officials conducted similar activity around the country as part of a broadening probe into efforts by Trump allies to overturn the election. The move underscores federal investigators' interest in the unsuccessful schemes advanced by Trump advisors to help keep the Republican president in power in the period between The November 2020 election and the riot at the Capitol two months later when Trump loyalists, as we remember, stormed the building to halt the certification of the election results. Eastman said the agents who approached him identified themselves as from FBI, but appeared to be wearing a warrant or serving a warrant on behalf of the Justice Department's Office of Inspector General, which he contends has no jurisdiction to investigate him since he has never worked for the department. He said the cell phone that was seized contains emails that have been the subject of a months-long dispute between him and the House panel. That litigation has received extensive media attention, so it is hard to imagine that the Department of Justice, which apparently submitted the application for the warranted issue here, was not aware of it, and that's what he wrote to his lawyers. The action was disclosed in a filing in federal court in New Mexico in which Eastman challenges the legitimacy of the warrant, calling it overly broad, and asks that a court force the federal government to return his phone. He says the warrant does not specify any particular crime for which evidence from the phone might be relevant. Interesting. Hmm. Um. So yesterday... I was talking to my mom and she asked me, do you think, no, no, no. She said, why is it taking so long for them to just lock up Trump? Do you think they're going to lock him up? I said, no. Nothing's going to happen to him. All of this in my mind is just formality. He is a cat with more than nine lives. He, he is going to come out unscathed unperturbed I don't think anything is going to happen to him what I think is happening right now is just a waste of taxpayers money that's the truth that's how I feel um yeah I don't know am I right or am I wrong but I just see this as a waste of taxpayers money going through the courts doing this doing that doing all manner of things And somehow, everybody but him is affected. Remember when he was in, all his allies are just falling like dead flies that were swat? Nothing is happening to him. Did he pay them off that well for them to take the hit no matter what? Or is he really innocent in all of this? I don't know but somehow i believe he's gonna walk away scot-free you know when you're watching those movies and you see the explosions and um and you see the stars walking out stars never die right you see them walking out and they look back and then they just keep walking like yeah you tried to destroy me but you can't that, that's how i i'm envisioning him right now with everything that's going on yeah good morning good morning javette
9: he's like a roach
0: a german cockroach
9: yeah the ones that you step on and you think you killed it but then it it wake right back up and attack you
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> get lodged in, and gets lodged in your air yeah. I don't know what it is. His according to us, we have this word in Jamaica. We say guzu. His guzu is strong. I don't know who his obeah man is, but they're strong, <laughs> right? Because
9: oh, he sold he sold that soul long time ago.
0: <laughs> Rosolo said in the chat. He's a whole infestation. (laughs) I don't know. I just find it weird. I honestly, and you tell me nobody else thinks this is just odd.
6: It is odd. It it really, I work with some good moments. There's no way, (laughs) there's no way on earth. Everyone around him goes down and he's still standing. It is impossible. It's no, it's like you can't give an explanation for it. You just got to look and say something, something is up. (laughs)
0: Yeah, Dre, at this point, my eyebrows are raised so far, they're stuck to the lining of where my hair starts. Because it's unbelievable. Anybody else would have been taken down already. I bet you if it was Obama, he would have been taken down already. I bet you any money. What is it with Trump? What is it about him that allows him the privilege Of being untouchable. And. You know what? Let me shut up because I refuse to speak it into existence. So let me just keep it moving. So Supreme Court (laughs) on Monday said that the high school coach, football coach, that knelt and prayed on the field after games was protected by the Constitution. I don't remember if I I think I read it in here a couple um, a month or two ago. Um. <laughs> so let me start over. The Supreme Court said on Monday that a high school football coach who knelt and prayed on the field after games was protected by the Constitution. A decision that opponents said would open the door to much more coercive prayer in public schools. The court ruled 6-3. 6-3 seems to be the number with the Supreme Court rulings. It's always 6-3. You notice 6 in favor, 3 not in favor. Is that just there? Okay. They, they have a meeting and say six of us are going to agree and three of us are not going to agree because 6-3 is the number. Go play those numbers because something is up with 6-3. You're, you're joking, right? No, I'm not. <laughs> there's
10: six very conservative leftist guy and there's three who are opposed
0: to them. That's why everything's... I'm sorry. six. So that's the explanation for the 6-3. Thank you, Sunet. No, I'm serious. I'm, I'm glad you said it because oh, I thought you were
10: joking. No, no, I'm not. Yes, that's the reason. There's. I wish I could remember the names all the top of my head. I cannot. <laughs> oh but there's six of them who are very. They're the one with Thomas and Gorsuch uh-huh. and blah 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 blah. Those six. Those are the bad six. And wow. I, yes, and then we have three ones who are more on more um
0: on the wait, liberal left. side. Yeah. On the left,
10: liberal side. Yeah. So that's what it is. It is.
0: The wow. three that
10: Trump put in, Whoops. and and three that were there before. Alito is is the main one. He's a king, and 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 um. Tra- Thomas is next after him, and then there's the drunk wife that got elected recently. That, that woman who doesn't realize that she's female, and then there's
0: um. them. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> because yesterday, when was it? Friday, yesterday. And now today, six three, six three, six three. What the heck is with this 6 3? Is that what? Is it that they have a meeting where six are going to oppose it and, uh, and whatever? Wow. And Thursday too. So Miranda yes. on Thursday, yes. Row
10: on Friday, this prayer shit on Monday. <laughs> Yes!
0: excuse me for those who that's are so... religious <laughs> that's okay that's okay listen and i'm glad here's the thing so that don't make any apologies you're entitled to feel the way you feel yes i'm a christian but at yes at the same time i have common sense and i see i call bs when i see bs and this is bs and here's why i'm saying it's bs He's protected by the Constitution to kneel and pray if he wants to, right? His kneeling and prayer is a part of his religious beliefs, right? So what's up with this abortion law?
10: It falls in the same place. That's what it is. They're going that way. They're going that way, they're swinging that this is religious. Religion is supposed to be separate from this country. Thank you. You It's your personal beliefs. So if they're 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 going Roe v. Wade, which was something else, and I'm gonna leave that part alone because I can't explain it, it's too long. But there's now prayer. Somebody can go out and pray for in the public within a school which is separate from everything. If it was a parochial school, you know, a school that is a religious school. Fine, because you all are protected by that. But this is not the same situation. It's absolutely not the same situation. So all these people, they're trying to um, appeal to the Bible Belt and to those yep. very evangelical type of peoples. That's what they're going for. And that's what the, that's happening very, very slowly. Yes. And actually very quickly in the last three, four days.
0: Yeah, that's right. what it is. You are right, Siné they forgot the what's the word principles that this this country was founded on why am i using the word founded can we rip that word out of the equation please because the country wasn't lost that this country was stolen from on right religious freedom that's why people came here for religious freedom and what is religious freedom the right to believe or not believe the right to worship whomever you choose to worship am am i wrong or am i right you came here because you didn't want anybody telling you who you should worship what you should believe in what your practices should be isn't that what isn't doesn't that fall under religious freedom so that's when,
10: that's the very beginning of like people coming to the Americas. Those are the, the um, what were they called, pilgrims? Yeah. And there was another group. So that's the very founding of the U.S. But in the constitutional age, so it's, this is 1700s, they were trying to separate that. So it changed again that they were trying to separate um, that. You, We don't pray in the Capitol building. We don't, although... Everybody swears on the Bible every time they walk in there. So yeah. there's never, there's never been a separation. Never. But <laughs> they try to say it, but it is coming back and
0: all around, a full circle. It's a hot mess. It's hypocritical, Senate. You can't pray there, but you swear, you get sworn in, but the Bible has to come into play. And you know something, when, when these people stood up in the streets talking about, um, do away with abortion rights because, you know that is the problem that's causing so much destruction in the country if we you know make abortions illegal the country will be healed no there's confusion in this country they're confused at the top so they're sent, they're playing god with god they are playing with the spiritual being that that's what they're doing they bring him in when they want him and they push him out when they don't want him separate the two and leave them separate because what you're doing is creating confusion and all they're doing is turning the tide in their favor no different from when the colonizers were blessed by the romans the roman um back in the day to go out on their journeys to to steal land and kill people it's the same thing happening today you know what we do have an in my opinion article courtesy of um david allen green and it is why boris johnson may soon be out of a job david allen green is a former central government lawyer and legal commentator On the face of it, the United Kingdom is a parliamentary democracy where general elections will determine who becomes prime minister and forms the government. This, at least, is the constitutional theory. The actual practice of the British Constitution is different. Few prime ministers both gain and lose power at general elections, and none has done so in nearly 50 years since 1974. The common practice is for prime ministers to be replaced between general elections. Thatcher, Blair and Cameron came to power through a general election, but all lost power midterm. Callaghan, Major, Brown, May and Johnson all became prime minister midterm. What if they did that here in the States where midterm you, you, you lose out being president? Anyway, let me let me not digress. This means that what happens between general elections is at least as important as the general elections in determining who is prime minister. And if a prime minister loses the confidence of their party, which nominally should have a majority in the commons and or their cabinet, then they are usually swiftly replaced. And of all the things that can happen between general elections that can have political consequences, one of the most notable is by election in their single-seat constituency. When a member of parliament resigns or dies, there is immense focus on the subsequent poll in that constituency. Of course, by elections are not necessarily indicative or in, yeah, did I say it right? I, I think I pronounced it right of what will happen in the next general elections. And those whose parties are defeated by, by, in by-elections have a set of phrases to use to dismiss or deride their electoral loss. But by-elections can be indicative of what will happen between the general elections. And given the nature of the British Constitution and how prime ministers take or leave office midterm. That means by-elections can be very important indeed. Last week, the current governing party of the United Kingdom lost by two elections in very different seats. One, it lost to the main opposition Labour Party, which recaptured the seat after losing it in 2019. In that general election, the Conservatives had won several so-called Red Wall, referring to constituencies that historically supported seats in the north of England, And last week's defeat indicated that such seats were vulnerable. The other seat was the rural southwest of England, and it was captured by the Liberal Democrats, a party in favor of constitutional reform and closer ties with the European Union, among other things. A huge conservative majority was converted into a substantial defeat, and this was not a recapture. The seat has been safe for conservatives for more than 100 years. The governing party could not have had two more worrying concurrent defeats. It now faces a political pincer, with the Labour Party and the Liberal Democrats looking as if they can together overturn the government majority at the next general elections. One significant feature of both defeats was that the seats, while very different, were pro-Brexit at the 2016 referendum. But being in favour of Brexit did not protect the government or the governing party from defeat by other parties. Given that the current Prime Minister was regarded as a vote winner who also got Brexit done, the results appear to show he no longer has any special appeal. And so Johnson may soon join that list of Prime Ministers who lost power between the general elections the views expressed in this article are the author's own and do not necessarily reflect al jazeera's editorial stance those of qmz radio jano radio or moments with me media interesting so i learned something new was anyone else aware that midterm you can lose boot it out non-performing worthless useless be gone, bye. We don't need you anymore. Isn't that interesting? I just learned that today.
10: Uh, didn't that happen with that woman May?
0: Yes, yes. That's what they said. That's exactly yeah, it what happened, they
10: yeah. said. It, a- it, it also happens in California. We have. it. We just lost uh, one of our um, one of the San Francisco Senate Cheska um, Boudin. It happens here. So they try to vote the governor out last during a mid-election or um, recall election recently and uh-huh. failed, thank heavens, because we, I like Governor Newsom. Okay. Um, but it what that points to is that as much as people like to think California is liberal, liberal mm-hmm. the entire state is not. And there are a bunch of people who are against him because he is very liberal. Mm-hmm. So it happens in this country. It doesn't happen all over the country. And if, if people really want that, they have to fight within their states, counties, cities, blah 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 but yes i didn't know i knew about that
0: one I, thank you i did not know Senator. i learned something new the truth is i don't really pay much attention to politics in england i guess i'm so turned off <laughs> with them but um yeah because johnson became prime minister during a midterm so he may very well be unseated during another midterm what if they did that in the u.s that presidents at the midterm were outed removed do you think biden have a chance of (laughs) surviving come november be real let's be real not sure who the choice would be but you know yeah interesting what what subject matter is this this falls under what politics um i guess international affairs Ah, thank you, Suna. International Affairs. Yeah. Oh, Sula,
10: your picture is cute, Susie.
0: Oh, she turned all the way up today. (laughs) It's time for us to take another quick music break. When we return, we have business and tech and health and science news. Here's a little bit more from yesterday's favorite, yesterday's hits, today's favorites. Here is Sean Paul, How We Do It, featuring Pia Mia. Sound Free
1: how we do it. They won't believe how we do it. I like the trees while we do
11: it. Yo, yo. Oh, no, no. Tell you this fit, lick of me, so you close them fit on Bill the heart, step in, me lens, them stick on It's 10 of 10, perfect condition Go on, match up, let's get the recognition Celebrate, we now wait for permission Get with it, girl, can you anger the mission It's about time, follow the intuition Go on, balance, girl, set it in a repetition yeah. Career to party, I feel your body Let's get it started, no time to play Up, we're gonna bury it up. How much can you take? For bang, bang, let's escape. <laughs> Try, kick this
7: Get something sweet to put on my head, that's sweat.
0: Now you the cool my stress, so oh yeah Look at cool this the but some record they do me check, yeah Get something sweet to put on my yeah, head, that's yeah, swear. Yeah. Now you the cool my stress, so oh yeah I'm in a big mood
3: Girl, out of feel you I know say y'all i got spastic money, but I do. Do make it? even if me take a nap. Then my wife, girl yeah, will take more meal and letterbox. me had the bad uncle, she had the bad auntie. She love to wind up herself like a Nancy. Tell her to take time, do it, then balance it. Then me light up the spliff like a lanji. Yard man, win a thousand. Full like y'all, Grand ask Jordan. Watch a style, yeah? everybody want one. You have to spend 10 years in a London. I say you bad, do it. Summer bad, I say you bad. Every day, man, clean and Every style of my job, too. Ah, oh, dear bad gal in the yard. We make up down look easy. I make English gal hack yard. Yo, style of my job, too. oh, dear bad gal in the yard. We make up down look, look, look,
11: look, look, look,
4: I can't joke. As you see me, and they call me shaman. Oh, and even if they follow me, but you know my village and they kill me. Oh, as you see me, on this side, my big boy so
0: Thank you to all our listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, Janoradio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me, and you're listening to Coffee in Toll World News on the Go every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where i read the news and we share our reviews don't forget to follow me on twitter at me media moments on instagram moments with me media and subscribe to the youtube channel moments with me media like share comment and click on that notification bell today we are playing it's turned up tuesday so we are playing yesterday's hits and today's
4: favorites
0: just want to say thank you so much to everyone for tuning in and now it is time for business and tech news Amazon unveils feature that allows Alexa to speak in loved ones voice I'm sure most of you have heard about this by now Uh, Alexa will soon be able to speak to users in other voices including loved ones who have passed on on Wednesday last week Amazon unveiled the new update during their annual RE-MARS conference. The popular virtual assistant tool will now use a short recording of someone's voice and then mimic it, speaking exactly as they would. During a demonstration played at the conference, a boy asks the device to have his grandmother read him The Wizard of Oz. Alexa replied, OK, and proceeded to recite the book in a different voice amazon sought to show how alexa enables lasting personal relationships which can prove exceptionally helpful as many people continue being apart the tool will also allow a level of comfort to those whose loved ones have passed away it was only a matter of time before alexa would be able to include customized voices in 2019 amazon debuted a feature that allowed alexa to speak in the voices of famous people most notably Samuel L. Jackson. While the company is proud of its latest innovation, other tech giants are limiting similar features for fear that they may have a detrimental effect. Recently, Microsoft announced it was limiting its voice imitation capabilities, concerned that perpetrators could use the tool to deceive others. Hmm. This long name, I'm just going to shorten it and say SubCam, And leave it at that, a professor of computer science at Arizona State University says that the voice imitation software is an excellent reminder to the public that even our own errors can deceive us at times. Amazon did not reveal when the feature would be launched, but did confirm that it is currently in development. How do you all feel about that? Would you want to hear a past loved one's voice? in place of alexa good morning morning. again
9: so I feel I'm like 50 50 on it um what gives me what puts me on the negative side is if we know that children are using these electronics and if someone gets the voice of a child's parent they can use that to do something you know nefarious or negative or you know a child may just do what it says because they think it's their parent saying something so that's the negative side on it um as far as hearing a lost loved one i'm kind of iffy with that too because i still hear my lost loved ones in my head So I don't know if anybody else Uh, feels that. I do. But yeah, I still feel, I hear their voices when I'm thinking about them or if something is said to me in my head. So I don't know, but I yield.
0: Thank you, Javette. Share your sentiments. Anyone else wants to go ahead and share your thoughts on that one? How do you feel hearing the voices of your past loved ones? for me it's a no and I agree with you Tasha immediately no sit this one out Amazon it's a no for me I agree with you as Javette pointed out I hear my father's voice all the time I hear both my grandmother's voices all the time every time I'm going to make especially when I'm going to make um, escoviched fish I hear my mother's mother's voice I used to watch her I remember days when on a Saturday in particular my mom used to go to Kingston at least once a month because her very best friend her and her sister's very best friend had a a hair salon in Kingston so at least once a month you're taking that journey on a Saturday morning into Kingston and my mom would leave me by her mom her my grandmother And, of course, you know, she was an ace when it comes to frying fish, you know. And I remember I would watch her. She would. I went with her a couple of times down to, you know, she'd walk down to Malines Road, get the fish from her um, supplier, her fish vendor, go back home, clean it up real good. And then she would put it on the zinc in the backyard to have the sun really dry it out. And then when she fries that thing, oh, my gosh. I would watch my mother sit in front of me and eat that fish and not give me any because she said, oh, the bones will hurt you when I was a child. I'm like, no, they're not going to hurt me. No, they will. But she hardly had any bones left on her plate. The way that's how crispy the fish was, done to perfection. And I learned that from her. I can't imitate everything, but I allow my fish to dry out as much as possible before frying it. And every time I'm doing it, I'm hearing her voice, Javette. I'm hearing her voice. Sometimes when I sit on the back patio and I see the birds, I'm also hearing my father's mother. Because as a child, when um, I would be left by her sometimes and picked up in the evening, we would always sit on her veranda and watch the birds head north. You know, they fly in the V-shaped pattern. And we would sit there and we would count. Or if, some, if, a, if a button falls off of something or, you know, I hear her voice because she taught me how to thread a needle and to use a sewing machine. I hear my father's voice all the time. And, it, you know, we'll be talking about something. And right away, I, get, I hear him. I see him a lot when I sleep in my dreams and he's talking. I also hear his stepmother. I hear her voice too. loudest and clearer. So I don't think I need um, technology to be able to hear their voices. I don't know. That's just me. Their voices live within me, and I will continue to listen to their voices that way. I don't know anybody else. You you're good on that? It's a no for everybody else, too. <laughs> so in health and science news, world faces ocean emergency. UN warns as activists urge for action. The world is facing, facing an ocean emergency, United Nations Chief Antonio Gutierrez has warned. As thousands of activists, scientists, and leaders gathered at the UN Ocean Conference in Portugal's capital to call for strengthening sea protection measures. We have taken the ocean for granted. Did the, did, was somebody in here that's a part of this council? Was, didn't we talk about this a couple weeks ago? Was it last week the week before? With all the testing of missiles? I know we spoke about this. We have taken the ocean for granted, Gutierrez told policymakers, experts and advocates at Monday's opening um, in Lisbon describing how seas have been hammered by climate change and pollution. Drawing people from more than 120 countries, the five-day Ocean Conference is focused on restoring the health of the oceans, which covers 70% of the Earth's surface and provides food and livelihood for billions of people. Oceans are home to an estimated 700,000 to 1 million species and produce more than half of the world's oxygen. However, they have been facing the impact of climate change including global warming, pollution, and acidification. On a beach in Lisbon on Monday, activists with the Ocean Rebellion group held a demonstration carrying placards that read as the sea dies, as the sea dies, we die. The conference, which is jointly hosted by Portugal and Kenya, is set to adopt a declaration that though not binding on its signatories, could help implement and facilitate the protection and conservation of oceans and their resources, according to the UN. The declaration is due to be endorsed on Friday. At the event, Gutierrez appealed to governments and companies to commit more funds to help create a sustainable economic model for managing the oceans. Scientists warn that a drastic reduction in greenhouse gases is needed To restore ocean health. I know we spoke about how we treat the ocean right here. We've spoken about it. Are the world leaders, the developing countries, are they prepared to stop the testing that happens with missiles in the ocean? That destroy there's no if answer, but it has to destroy the ocean has to are they able to appeal to um what's his name a little bit what's his name oh my gosh up there in North Korea are they able to appeal to him
12: <laughs>
0: that one thank you Javet Kim Jong-un are they able to appeal to him to stop with these missile tests. We, he hasn't done one in, in, recently, but I think he's done 11, somewhere between 11 and 14 since this year has started. That amount of pollution in the ocean that we rely on, and no wonder we must, everybody has cancer nowadays. Everybody, well, everybody had cancer up until COVID and then it was COVID and now it's back to cancer now that COVID has eased. Everybody from the unborn to the elderly, is affected by cancer. We can't help it. We can't escape it. It's in the food we eat, even though we say we are eating organic or we're vegetarian or we're vegan. You can't escape it. No matter how healthy a lifestyle you practice, you're going to get hit. And here we are polluting the sea, polluting the air, polluting the land. Do you think they really care? Do you think it's going to make a change? Do you think they're going to stop? I don't think so. I really don't think so. Right now, I believe missiles create the most danger as far as Sea life is concerned, and then the cruise ships. i cruises are nice. Don't get me wrong. But what really happens out there in the open seas? Do they really store everything until they get back to port?
8: No, they don't. The dumb stuff, and that's and that's why if you if you realize um over the past decade or so um like fish. You know, like even like you know people who are on fish diet um on a meatless diet and and choose fish and and vegetables are kind of stepping back from fish because fish you now is more dangerous than any other thing you can have like in terms of like meat like beef, pork, you know like yeah. chicken yeah there there's a lot of questionable stuff going on with with fish like stuff that they're finding inside um the, the, the meat of, of of the fish so yeah it's obvious that the stuff that they dump has a lot to do with that and I, I remember maybe ten twenty years ago that you know like even Jamaica like had problems where like the cruise ship were dumping stuff in, in the in the Caribbean Sea. Like they choose it as their dumping spot to just dump out um um stuff there. So yeah.
0: Do you know so, where I live, we live in the path of um where the airplanes come to turn to if you know if they're gonna head in from the east, depending on which direction the wind blows right um if they're if they have to land from the west, they head in from the east and they they cross over our community fairly low, reasonably low. I remember being outside with a plane passing over. They release fuel up there in that air. Whether we want to believe it or not, they release fuel. Because you know you can't have too much fuel if you're landing. It can cause problems, right? But they do release fuel because you could feel it. And then when you wipe your hand on the vehicle, there goes the, 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 what was it, oil? What, What do they use in airplanes?
6: I mean, it's, 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 iron. Yes, it's,
0: yeah, you feel it.
6: i still on.
0: Yeah. So we're getting hit left, right, and center. It's coming down on us. And even though we say, let us plant our little gardens at home. Guess what? If you have planes flying over and they're releasing fuel, it has to come somewhere. It's going to fall somewhere. Our waterways are polluted. We can't escape it. So, yes, you know people say we I buy organic and this and that, but real and truly,
6: are well, we escaping
0: well, anything? Go ahead, O'Neill.
6: Uh, the question I ask, I mean, is, isn't that a reason why most airports are located on coastlines one and two? Um that they maybe should have more restrictions. So, so for example, in Jamaica, where Norman Manley Airport is versus, and the fly path, so airplanes can't fly over Kingston, so there's like a management of the airspace. Is it that there is not proper management of the airspace in in terms of where they put residential and commercial buildings in adjacent to where airport is located? That causes, because... um, most airports are located, I guess, the, the, the fluid would have been dumped in the sea if, it was, if the planes are coming in, all coming in from sea to land. But isn't that maybe there's some breach in regulations?
0: I think there's a breach, Anil, and you're absolutely right because they come over the sea, right? They come in from the east, so they have ample time to dump, but I think it's definitely carelessness. Is it that they didn't remember to release the fuel over the ocean or did not release enough? Because remember too, that planes cannot fly with the exact amount. They have to fly with an excess in the event they have to circle or in the event they have to go to another airport. They need to, I forgot the amount of fuel, but they have to be able to fly so many more miles in the event of an emergency, right? Um, So it must have been a breach. But who is holding them responsible? You know, the truth is we're not paying attention or I'm careless too. And I have to accept my responsibility because that's something that I should have reported because it's very easy to look up and see the airline. If I have binoculars or what you call it, that what's that thing that you look up into look up into the sky um oh my gosh telescope I'm sure if I had it I'd be able to read the, the um the information foxtrot alpha omega all of that those numbers and letters I'd be able to read that and report it but a lot of us ignore it and we just carry on about our business and that is how I am just as responsible for the destruction that is happening on the planet, because we brush it aside.
8: We ignore it. Yeah, go right ahead. Yeah, but but that, that must be like something that they're doing recently, because I remember um, it was about 12 years ago. Like I was on this flight um, from, I think it was from JFK, going to Bermuda. And on the way to Bermuda, like halfway like the 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 engine failed,
2: yeah,
8: and the pilot explained that they're going to have to turn back because they can't um, the plane might not make it to Bermuda, um so they had to turn back, and when they turned back to New York, they got their, they got there real fast, and what happened then like they explained that they had to circle because we were we were like circling for about like three hours and and they had to circle at that time to burn out all the fuel before they could before they could land and then after the plane land they explained that they couldn't land with a full or with too much um fuel, fuel because the plane the plane could possibly explode yeah so yeah that must be something recent because yeah they because i remember sitting in the plane and and i'm like we we left like, about 45 minutes to an hour ago, like, I'm sitting here, like, three hours later, like, why aren't we back yet? And then after everything, you know, we crash land, and we, like we see about a 105 fire trucks coming towards the plane, and they, they land out in the bush.
2: Mm-hmm.
8: And after we land, then they explain to us that, yeah, that's what they had to do, burn out the, the, the gas. Yeah. Because, uh, so, like, I don't understand because that that don't make any sense like because if you're dumping it in the ocean like it's gonna affect like you know the the same fish that's coming to your table and if you um, dump it out over land you know that that's dangerous
0: anywhere you turn Mako joker James everybody breaches some rule at some point right um, at Marlon and I, where were we going, Marlon? I remember we were going somewhere. I can't remember exactly where. But you can actually see the fuel coming out of the plane. It, it looks like, you know, a drizzle. You can see it. They're burning it out. You can definitely see it. But um, I think it's sheer carelessness. And because we're not making the reports for them to be held accountable, the pilots do as they wish. They slack off just as they're not supposed to be doing the mile high club up there they're doing it anyway right yeah but um we have to be more responsible about how we treat the earth otherwise future generations won't have anything or they will have something but their life expectancy will be significantly reduced right now you know on average what 70 to 80 years old they're about if you get 80 whew, yeah you lived long probably in, in three decades four decades and next generations to come they probably won't live past 50 60 and that will be the new life expectancy you know so let's really take care. and world leaders please do something because we're all affected we're going to take another quick break. When we return, we have Sports in Caribbean Corner. Here is Sean Paul with Jada Kingdom. Bouncing, bouncing, bouncing.
1: Jada! Watch
0: me put it to and
1: Bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. Jada! Watch me put it in motion. and bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. See what causing commotion. The mercy, dirty, dirty. Underneath the room, we get
11: flirty. Dirty, dirty. Bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. Ba-da-bang, ba-da-bang, ba-da-bang. Watch me put it i girl, go on front. Yo, car, we be turning it up. Girl, and we be burning it up. All day, summer, so want you to set. When the night time set, y'all don't you forget. Yo, car, we don't need no permit. As long as the time permits. All day and all night, summer, so feel alright. Cause you're holding me tight. I know this. Make Feel the magic and the bliss underneath
1: this. Bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. Watch me put it in motion. Bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. See, we're causing commotion. Oh. No lot of mercy. Don't dirty, dirty. Underneath the room, we get dirty. Bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. Watch me put it in motion. Yeah. Everywhere
0: all well, our listeners logged on to qmz radio.com and everyone here with me on clubhouse of course this is where the conversation happens i'm moments with me and you're listening to coffee in Toll, world news on the go every monday through friday starting at 9 a.m to 12 p.m eastern where i read the news and we share our views don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments, on Instagram Moments with Me Media, and subscribe to the YouTube channel Moments with Me Media. Like, share, comment, and click on that notification bell.
5: And is, that a love? Yeah, yeah, there
0: is it just me? But as I was listening to that, Sean Paul and um, Jada Kingdom, Jada, I think it's her time now. She is flourishing. Um... There's something about her voice that pulls me in. Can't speak for anybody else. Despite the fact that, yet, yes, she has a banging body. Yes, she's a pretty girl. Um, there is something very intriguing about her and her voice. She is. I've listened to a couple of her songs. And her range is amazing. I think the gates have opened for her now and i think we're gonna see some great things happen for her that's what i believe i don't know anybody else feels that way about twinkle okay so it's just me all right love me some um mama heavy
8: (laughs) no she's she's very talented moments, but i think i think she's our biggest our, our biggest um reason why she's not um succeeded beyond what she has done so far
0: why you said that
8: no because of her her, her personality or attitude like she 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 don't really you know she's not like a sponge like she don't just go around people and learn and and she, she always in problems because remember Ramesh Ramesh had her before like she had the uh, chance to she had the chance to be with Sien now no, but okay. Ramesh couldn't work with her James
0: I don't think so I I I, I beg to differ but go ahead O'Neill.
6: James, don't listen to rumor mills. Uh-huh. Don't judge a personality from what you read in the newspaper. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not even going to get into the rummage conversation. <laughs> Trust me, it's, it's not really for this platform. No, it's not. But I'll just, basically say, I'll just basically say, all I'll say is, if you understand how it's di- how difficult it, difficult it is for a woman in the music industry, you'd have not said what you just said.
0: Yeah, facts. It's not easy. But at the same time, gentlemen, I will say this, James and O'Neill. Everybody has their time to shine. Right? And everybody's opportunity presents itself at different times. We might sit here. And as you said, rightfully, O'Neill, this is not the platform for it. That's a whole nother conversation to be had at a whole nother time in a whole different space. But for the sake of conversation, I will say this. Many a times we will look at an artist and we'll be like, why aren't they further ahead? And, and then we look at reasons. We try to search for reasons and we blame those reasons or we present reasons um, as being management, lack of exposure, their attitude, their personality. Instead of stepping back and saying, you know something, the timing is not for them just yet. It's not their time yet. They're still being prepared for what is to come. We don't look at it that way. And we do that to ourselves. Something doesn't pan out the way we expect or the way we plan. And instead of looking at the setback as a setup for success and taking that time when we have to step back and preparing ourselves and honing our craft and our skills and ridding ourselves of certain things, instead of looking at that phase as preparation, We start looking around, okay, who is stopping me? Who is blocking me? Who is hating on me? And when we don't see artists burgeoning or flourishing at a particular time, we do the same thing. We look at everything around them to see, okay, what's going on that's stopping them? We already know the external factors where we know it's hard for a woman in the industry, really hard. Men don't have to go through what women have, are, have to endure. Why, I don't know. But we don't look at them and say, you know, probably it's just not their time. I think it's her time right now. And I think she's going to do exceptionally well. James, one thing I'm going to teether on for just a little bit is those of us who do not put up with BS are looked at as hard to work with those of us who know our worth are looked at as difficult and if you're a woman you're a bee if you're a man you're a boss same behavior same attitude same display of characteristics but a woman is a bee and is held down for it but the wo- the man is lifted up on a pedestal facts right i know i probably could be further ahead in life but i refuse to bend over backwards and do there are some things i'm just not gonna do i'm sorry i'm not hungry i'm not homeless i'm in a destitute so i'm not gonna do certain things i'm sorry and even if i was well i don't know but even if i was it's not in me I'm not going to do certain things. I'm not that desperate. No, you can't use your money to frighten me. You can't use your status to frighten me. You, there's nothing anybody can use to frighten me. Can't happen. And some of us are made up that way, so we will take the long, hard road to get to our destination. That's it. Go ahead. I know someone opened their mic
9: no i just opened it up to say facts
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know why they make it so hard versus women and it's not just today it's been going on since yester forever year russian courts sets july 1 as trial date for britney griner according to britney griner's lawyer alexander Biokov or boykov the WNBA player appeared in a Russian court on Monday for a preliminary hearing ahead of her trial. The Russian courts have stated that Greiner must remain in custody until the start of her trial, which has been set for Friday. This Friday, folks, July the 1st. The hearing comes more than four months after Greiner was arrested in February at Moscow's International Airport uh, while allegedly carrying illegal vape cartridges containing hash oil in her luggage. According to her lawyer, he expects the trial to take up to two months. He also stated that Greiner was doing okay and that she was being taken care of in the pretrial detention center. The U.S. State Department previously determined that the Russian Federation wrongfully detained Greiner. Our position for some time on this has been very clear. Brittany Greiner should not be detained. She should not be detained for a single day longer, said Ned Price, a State Department spokesperson. Uh, do you think the Russians care? Ooh, no, they're not shaken. The Office of the Special Presidential Envoy for Hostage Affairs, which focuses on hostage release and releasing Americans who have been unlawfully detained, is now taking care of Griner's case. Terry Carmichael Jackson, executive director of the WNBA, said, this resolution sends a clear message securing Britain's release must be the highest priority of the U.S. government, And we know the American people support every effort made to bring her home. Griner could face up to 10 years behind bars if convicted. I hope they get her out. I really hope they do. But I also need them to realize that they need a good strategy because the Russians are not moved by anything. Nothing. They're just there eating their popcorn and looking at you like, okay. And, 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 we're going to do what we want to do anyway. That's the clear message. Now, call me nitpicking, if you will. (laughs) Securing Britain's release must be the highest priority of the U.S. government. (laughs) Ooh, the political ploy. When are they going to stop playing political checkers? Not chess. Then they're not playing chess. This is checkers. We see it. They are making sure to do all that they can, they say, allegedly, to bring her home. Political campaign. I'm done. That's all I'm going to say on that. Um.
3: La-
9: last night on the news, uh-huh. they said that Russia is holding her and this other guy, a uh, man, right? Because they're going to use them maybe to get a prisoner that we have here who is an arms dealer. And he's like one of these people that sells arms to all these different countries illegally. And he's Russian. So it's like a chess game. Because Russia wants him back. Now, I don't know if Russia wants him back to charge him. Or Russia just wants him back because he's part of the regime in Russia that does all the bad stuff
0: (laughs) they want him back tit for tat you release him i'll give you these that's what it is right yeah right so
9: and that is the unfortunate part
0: that's the unfortunate part and that's why i'm saying they're not moved they're like and 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 that's why i'm saying they have to be very strategic go ahead o'neill
6: no, and 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 that Russian arms dealer is in U.S. control because, because the truth is, in that sector, in that industry, there are U.S. arm dealers selling guns. <laughs> so, what is? I mean, the hypocrisy.
0: Ah, oh, thank you. Say that word again, O'Neill. Say it. Yeah.
6: hypocrisy
0: yeah that's what we are and that is why I said um, Javette they have to come up with a different strategy because what they're doing is not working The, the Russians are not moved they're sitting back eating their popcorn you ever look at their faces blank stares it's like talking to a child you know you ever catch a two year old and they look at you with a blank stare with their hands in front of them using one hand to grasp the fingers of the other and they're just looking up at you like i don't know what you're talking about "Hmm? okay or those children that you'll tell them don't touch that and they're looking at you dead in your face and they reach over and touch it anyway and say i bet you what you gonna do about it that's the game they're playing so they need another strategy if they want the if, um, um, re, BG and that man released.
6: Uh, um, and I'm just saying this, um, Michelle, that in reality, Russia has. So, I mean, if you watch the Western news, it, it sounds as if, you know, nothing is going well for them with this war. But Russia is selling more oil to China than they've ever sold before. China is buying oil from Saudi Arabia. So now Russia is a primary supplier of oil. To China, Russian oil is still running Europe. Um, the Russian ruble is the strongest it has been in the last five years, while inflation is <laughs> taking the West. Like, trust me, <laughs> Russia <laughs> to stop fighting this war.
0: Oh gosh, I yield the floor. O'Neill, O'Neill, yeah. But we all know it's what the media portrays. We know that. We know how journalism is. We have to know that by now. That's why I'm saying they're not moved. (laughs) They're doing what they want to do anyway. Yeah. And I think the U.S. needs a new playbook. This playbook that they're using is played out. Totally played out. And the Russians know that. The Chinese know that. The only ones who don't know it is the U.S. Come up with a new playbook, folks. I don't don't ask me what should be in the playbook because I didn't go to school for all of that. I don't have that level of intelligence. I'm just a bystander who pays my taxes. That's it. But I do know, and it, and we see for those of us who have children, you can't discipline everybody the same way. What might work for two not gonna work for the other two. What might work for three ain't going to work for this one. That's going to be a stick out. Like, huh, try that with them. Don't try that with me. So you have to know your opponent. And if you realize, just as in sports, you realize you have to study your opponent and you realize certain things and you know who they put in when and the different plays that are made. You do the same thing. But I think we've been... Going through the same playbook for decades now. Time to throw that one out and get a new one, U.S. But um, Russia ain't backing down. They're not. They mean business. And they're letting you know that you can have your way with other countries, but you're certainly not going to have your way with us. That's what they're telling you. So wake up. Sharif O'Neal and Scottie Pippen Jr. have both landed two-way contracts with the Los Angeles Lakers. Both players signed their deals on Thursday after going undrafted in the NBA draft that same night. O'Neal, 22, is the eldest son of legend Shaquille O'Neal, while Pippen Jr. is the son of six-time NBA champion Scottie Pippen. Both O'Neal and Pippen Jr. took to social media to celebrate their signings. O'Neal posted a throwback video of him rocking a Lakers jersey and thanking the organization, saying thank you for this opportunity. The Lakers organization retired his famous father's jersey in 2013. As for Pippen Jr., he wrote, dreams come true with a praying hands emoji, let's get to work. O'Neal played college ball for both UCLA and LSU and stands 6'10". He revealed earlier this week that his dad preferred he stay in school and skip this year's draft. He knows I'm working out with teams, but I'm not going to lie. We haven't talked about this. I'm just going through it. Pippin Jr., yeah, played for Vanderbilt in the last three years. He averaged 20.4 points per game in his final season with the college. Summer League kicks off on July seven in Las Vegas, Nevada. Why weren't they drafted on the NBA draft night? What happened? And what are what are two-way contracts? Can somebody explain a two-way contract to me? What's a two-way contract?
8: I, I think it's more like an open contract. Like it's not like, you know, they can let them go at any time. I think it's something like that. Hmm. It's not like a guarantee. Okay. Not a guarantee contract.
0: All right.
8: Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe, I don't know if... if if it's if it they, they would have been drafted next year if they'd just like kind of dropped the gun a bit. Yeah. Um but are are they just not good? I don't know. Cause that's, I'm, that's
0: what I'm thinking too. That's what I'm yeah. thinking.
8: Yeah, maybe. But there they are I don't know, there are other options. I think a lot of people are cause it it it's not money, because you know, their their dads are rich. Because you know, other people, they their they're players who who go early to, to try and get into the G League because at least in the G League, you're, you're getting paid while you're being developed for the NBA. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of success coming out of the G League now. Okay. But players who go that way, who take that, that route, it's because of, you know, they have family that are struggling and they're like, you know, I can do this now to help my, my family and stuff like that. But right. with these two guys, their they're, they're, they're dads, they're rich. So I don't know.
0: All right. So I looked it up, James what's a two-way contract in nba a two-way contract is a professional sports contract that stipulates that an athlete's salary is dependent upon the league in which the athlete is assigned to play this is opposed to a one-way contract that would pay the same salary regardless of where the athlete is assigned to play so people also ask how does a two-way contract work okay According to the NBA G League official website, a two-way contract is a deal which consists of a player that can train with their NBA team, but with a limit of 45 days. Two-way players are paid a corresponding daily amount based on the number of days they play in each league. Was that help?
8: Yeah. But, but that's why it doesn't make sense for them, though. That's one that's, yeah. of that's the things. Because, as I say, a lot of players are going into the G League now. Uh, yeah. um, because, you know, Pascal Siakam like, was the G League. And he, he, he ended up with like a $100 million contract. Um, Fred Van Vliet, $80 million. He was in the G League. Um, what's his name for Golden State? He signed a two-way contract and he was in the G League. Um, 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 Pool. Jordan Poole like mm-hmm. he was in the G mm-hmm. League too so there's a lot of players that, that that are getting success out of the G League now because what happened now like in the G League like there are certain games when they can pull you from the G League to play with the the, the NBA team mm-hmm. so you're getting the G League experience and then you're getting to play with the 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 you know the the real professionals so so it's exposure but most people that do that is because of financial thing, so I, I don't know if they're just not good and it was like a favor.
0: Yeah, that's what uh, it sounds like. Go ahead, O'Neill. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
8: Uh, I just
6: didn't want to research on Twitter. No, it's not. So if you realize there are rookies, yeah. So you realize it's is it O'Neill's son that says his dad didn't want him to play yet? Or, or yeah, he,
0: yeah. He does. He wants him to not right. skip school and um,
6: two-year contract. Gives them an opportunity to play professionally, but um, there's a limited limit limitation on the 45 days, and they are not allowed to play in the playoffs. For them to play in the playoffs, in other words, if they play through the the um, the we call it the eliminations part of the of the of the, of the season, if the if they are playing well and the team wants them to play in the playoffs, they get to the playoffs. Then they have to give them a full time contract. So in a sense, I don't think it's about money or not being good. I just think it's an option that gives the player the flexibility of getting the play, getting the exposure. Um, and as, as, as O'Neill says, his dad really wanted him to wait out a year. So he's, he's now able to straddle playing professionally and having a, a, a way out if he decides not to. Because it's not a full-time contract. It's not obligated to play full-time for the team.
0: Okay.
6: I think it's in his best interest, actually.
0: Okay. So, yeah. All right. That makes sense. What you said does make sense. I, I appreciate that perspective because I, Claire, as they did not look at it that way, I'll be very frank. I looked at it as like, hmm, so is it that you're not that good? <laughs> you know? All right. That makes sense. That, that makes a whole lot of sense, O'Neill. Thank you. Thank you for that clarity. Appreciate it. Yeah. James, you're good with that explanation too? That reasoning?
8: I I think, you know, I think to really know what's happening, we're going to have to wait and see how the season play out. Because as I said, the G League is used for multiple um, different things. Like, for example, like Gary Payton, Mm -hmm. um, GP2, like he ended up in the G League after being dumped by so many different teams. So he ended up in um, the G League with, um, with Golden State. And, you know, because of his commitment, even though they cut him a couple of times, like he, he, he stick around and now he's a champ. He, he, he played an important part in Golden State Championship with his defensive um, ability. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a guy from from Canada that was drafted first overall. You know, and, and he's considered one of the biggest busts in NBA history, because first overall draft pick to pretty much dropping off the map. And he went to the G League to try to, to, to build back himself. So the G League is used for different things. Like if, if you come into the NBA with, with, with a lot of expectation, like um, what's his name from from Philadelphia? Um, Philadelphia 76ers, the, the guy that had the, the problem um, shooting the ball because he had some like confident issue. I can't remember his name right now, but he's playing for he's playing for like Orlando Magic. Yeah, um, I so think Soler he
0: works on magic on him. Uh,
8: Markel falls. Markel falls. Like he had some issues too, and he he went back and forth to the G League too. So it's used for different things. So I guess we'd have to watch and see it play out to see what's the real reason why you know why they sign you know they didn't get drafted and they signed this contract we'd have to wait and see
0: okay all right thank you so much james thank you neil and now it is time for caribbean corner The National Hurricane Center says system to pass over or near southern Windward Islands tonight. A tropical storm warning remains in effect for Trinidad and Tobago, Grenada and its dependencies. A tropical storm warning means that tropical storm conditions are expected somewhere within the warning area within 36 hours. According to the NHC advisory issued at 5 a.m. this morning, a tropical storm watch is in effect for the coast of Venezuela, from Pedernales to Cumana, including Islas de Margarita, Coche, and Cubagua, and Bonaire, which is a part of the ABC islands. A tropical storm watch means that tropical storm conditions are possible within the watch area generally within 48 hours interests elsewhere in the windward islands the northern coast of venezuela curacao aruba and the northeast eastern coast of colombia are being advised to continue monitoring the process of this system hopefully um all they'll have is light wind and rain hopefully there's not much further development we have enough going on in the basin as it is Our next story comes to us out of Jamaica. Three persons believed to be Jamaicans found dead in a New York home. Three persons were said to be um, from Jamaica, including a woman who detectives said had her hands bound together on a bed were found in a home in Queens, New York. The bodies were found in a single family home in South Jamaica, Queens. They have been identified as 22 year old Barshana Malcolm, 55 year old Carlene Barnett and her son, 36-year-old Dervon Brightly. Malcolm's body was found in a bed with the hands taped together. It had multiple stab wounds to the chest and neck. Her mouth was also taped. The other bodies had stab wounds and signs of blunt force trauma to the head. Reports in the U.S. media suggest that the bodies were in the house for at least three days before they were discovered on Friday by Barnett's other son. He was questioned by the police but later released after they determined That he had nothing to do with the killings. It is believed that Barnett was visiting from Jamaica. Police responded to the home on One Fifty-Fifth Street in South Jamaica after receiving a nine-one-one call on Friday afternoon. Detectives are looking into whether a domestic dispute led to the deaths. So far, no arrest has been made. This doesn't sound like a domestic dispute to me. This sounds like you've been warned yeah wow um i'd love to have more details on this i'd love to hear you know the results i don't know if anyone in new york has access to the information regarding this story has heard about it up there please keep me informed i would love to know more because this is for you to tie somebody up stab them multiple times in their neck and their chest it doesn't tell us how the other two were found. No, it, it only talks about Varshana, the 22-year-old. doesn't let us know how the other two were found, but I would love to know. That's so sad. Very unfortunate. Uh, CAL flights canceled. Schools closed in TNT as disturbance approaches. The state-owned Caribbean Airlines on Tuesday canceled or rescheduled several of its flights. As the region prepares for the passage of a tropical cyclone, that is moving towards the south windward islands and likely to bring heavy rains and gusty winds. The Trinidad and Tobago government has also closed schools on the island as a precaution. CAL said that all its domestic flights between Trinidad and Tobago had been cancelled, and it had also cancelled its scheduled services from Kingston in Jamaica to St. Martin, Barbados, and Port of Spain, as well as the flight from Trinidad to Suriname and return. In addition, the airline said it is scheduling its services from Trinidad, rescheduling its services from Trinidad to Guyana, Trinidad to Curacao, and Curacao to Port of Spain. And over to Suriname. Suriname updates visa policy for USA, EU, and several other states. Travelers from French Guyana. Anyone here ever been to French Guyana? Anybody ever been? Never been. Uh, Well, travelers from French Guyana, USA, Europe, and parts of Asia will no longer need a visa to enter Suriname. That is because the new policy will come into effect on Friday, July 1st, and it will allow travelers from other countries that are not exempted to pay an entry fee of €25 or $25. The French uh, Foreign Ministry said residents of its Guyana territory can pay the entry fee via the VFS portal at the Consulate General of Suriname in Cayenne or the consular office in St. Laurent du maroni at the Kanoami, I know I'm butchering that name, upon arriving in Guyana. From July 1 to September 30, 2022, the entrance fee can also be paid at the consular office at other airports, at two other airports, which I'm not going to bite my tongue to mention the names. Okay, anybody here ever wants to go to Suriname? Never! It was never on my radar as somewhere I would want to go, but um, interesting. What's their primary source of income? Is it tourism? I don't know. Again, well, those are the stories from the international. I'm sorry, from the Caribbean corner. Oh my gosh, we don't have any Latin American stories today, but we do have, believe it or not, and we also have entertainment stories. A little bit more in our turned up Tuesday. Yesterday's hits, or what is it? Yesterday's hits, today's favorites, or yesterday's favorites, today's hits, whichever way you want to put it. Here is uh, Leela Ike with hard. True Love.
4: My gosh, I know it's hard, it's yes, Happening all around is like all I see Hate is in the air, your love is diminishing I'm just trying to balance and just want to do my thing Trying to find the little light that's left out there in the world Want to use it and go inspire every boy and girl I you make them know, say love is still the ultimate goal Put that light within your heart and get fire in your soul But it's hard, oh God, you know it's hard I know it's hard About the pain I got Oh gosh, tell me who cares to hear me out Not many unless there's something to hear about mm-hmm. Still I give up myself Even when it's a detriment to my health Blessing everybody I leave them know help Cause I know sometimes things go wrong And when you're there yes, so I try to do the right Cause it's hard Oh gosh, I say it's hard
3: Oh we talk, say that I'm fine. But I fine all the time, yeah Nowadays we don't talk a lot, yeah I know we don't talk a lot
13: Still remember that heart to heart where I spilled it all in that parking lot Right outside of that liquor store, you pulled the plug and I hit the floor Even now I don't hate you for it, hope you know I don't hate you for
3: it yeah, and I know your whole team, and that makes you jealous. Yeah, you play like I'm the one that can't keep it cool. Uh, act like it's all fine, but I'm storytelling before the record. Yeah, I miss you a little all of the time. I say that I hate you, but you're still on my mind
14: every time I need In these waters, but I came.
0: Thank you to all our listeners logged on to dot com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I'm Moments With Me, and you're listening to Coffee in Toe, world news on the go every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at me media moments on Instagram moments with me media and subscribe to the YouTube channel moments with me media like share comment and click on that notification bell. We're listening to yesterday's hits and today's favorites right now you're hearing the beautiful voice of a Before that, we heard from Leela Ike, True Love, Beautiful Song. No we also heard from Bryce Vince, Miss You I a Little. Do, so go
14: easy, all me.
0: And now it's time for Believe It or Not Stories. Three children dead after 911 caller says mother tried to stab them during house fire in Georgia. And the story comes to us courtesy of CNN and WSVN. Three children are dead and their mother is facing murder charges after authorities received a 911 call of a woman allegedly trying to stab her children during a house fire in Georgia, officials have said. Deputies with the Paulding County Sheriff's Office responded to a domestic disturbance. Friday evening at a home in the city of Rockmart, roughly 40 miles from Atlanta, according to a news release. Deputies and firefighters entered the home to rescue the occupants and extinguished the fire. Paulding County detectives and fire investigators, agents with the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, and investigators from the state fire marshal's office were working at the scene. Seven children were found inside the home, two of whom were pronounced dead. Two juveniles were pronounced deceased on scene, a three-year-old with multiple apparent stab wounds, and a nine-month-old. Three additional juveniles, ages five, nine, and 11, were transported to local hospitals. The remaining two juveniles, ages 14 and 16, did not appear to have injuries. The five-year-old later died from their injuries, and the nine-year-old was in critical but stable condition. A 40-year-old woman who the sheriff's office said is the children's mother was at the property and taken into custody. She is being held at the Paulding County Detention Center without bond on two counts of malice murder, it added. The sheriff's office said it would not yet identify the victims because they are juveniles. Whew, that's that, that's heavy. I, I'm sorry, that's a heavy one. So is it that you stab the children and then plan to burn down the house with everybody else in there? I'm sorry, I have no words for this one, no words. Um, I can't begin to wrap my head around it, try to make sense of it.
13: Wait, moment. Yeah. Um, I've never heard this, like, this section because I'm usually not available. Are those real stories? They're or? real
0: stories. They are oh, real stories.
13: you're to believe it or not. I'm like, so you might be no, saying... Oh, oh, no, no, okay. no.
0: It's real stories. Th- this story is courtesy of CNN and WSVN Miami. It's a real situation. I put it under believe it or not because it's hard to believe that people would do these things.
13: Yeah. So I understand now. I just want to make sure I understand yeah. the segment. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: The principle of a Pennsylvania high school, was arrested and charged with having a seven-year sexual relationship with a male student. On Tuesday, court documents revealed that Roger Weaver Freed, 34, was charged with 30 counts of indecent contact with a student, one count of sexual assault, one count of aggravated indecent assault, one count of corrupting a minor, and three misdemeanor counts of providing alcohol to a minor. It was reported that the partnership began in 2015 when the student was in middle school and later turned sexual. Despite the boy graduating high school, the relationship continued until April this year. According to the affidavit, the student claimed to have initially become close to Freed after a family member passed away. He started to rely on the teacher for emotional support and claimed that he trusted Freed like an older brother. As the relationship developed, they began spending more time together outside the classroom. Freed offered to drive the student to various locations to have one-on-one conversations. The student claimed that he and the teacher were bros and that they could discuss everything, including his sexuality. According to investigators, they regularly text, contacted, and FaceTimed one another. After Freed and the student became sexually involved in 2017, The principal requested the boy not to tell anyone because he could lose his job. According to the affidavit, the student claimed that following the initial sexual contact, he had overwhelming guilt. Throughout the student's subsequent two years of high school, the pair continued to have sex four to five times a week. As he entered college and graduated high school, the student informed investigators about their relationship and that it remained intact. After posting a $175,000 bond, Freed was arraigned on Tuesday and released under supervision. He is compelled to wear an ankle monitor and is not allowed to speak to the victim or any minors. According to Live. Freed, a Williamsport area high school principal, has been placed on paid administrative leave by the school board freed. You took advantage of someone's dilemma while they were down and when they were most vulnerable. You started this relationship in middle school. So you've had your eyes on this child since middle school. First, acting as one who cared, pretending to truly care, and pretending to support this child through the ordeal, and then taking advantage. You didn't think for a minute that what you're doing is wrong? Look at the position you held, high school principal you're in charge you are a custodian of people's children and you saw it fitting you thought it was okay and you felt that you had earned his trust that he would never divulge that you were peddling him A Pennsylvania woman stuffs grandmother's body in freezer and continues to collect her social security checks for years. Isn't this kind of played out? Haven't we heard of this one happening several times? A Pennsylvania woman will spend time behind bars for keeping her dead grandmother inside a home freezer while she collected her social security checks. The disturbing discovery was made in February 2019 when law enforcement responded to a home in Dillsburg. Two potential buyers of the foreclosed home phoned them after touring the residence and observing black garbage bags containing skeleton remains inside a basement freezer. Police searched for past owners of the property and found that Cynthia Black was the most recent one. Upon questioning, Black admitted that the remains were that of her grandmother, Glenora Delahaye. The woman passed away in 2004 in Black's home while the two lived in Ardmore. Black never reported the death and instead continued collecting her Social Security benefits. Between 2001 and 2020, Social Security paid Delahaye $186,000, despite her being dead for six of those years. Last week, a judge sentenced Black to a minimum of 11 months and a maximum of 23 months after being found guilty on charges of receiving stolen property and theft by deception. Black will also serve two years probation for abusing a corpse after her release. Authorities do not believe she killed Delahaye but that she found her dead. She will begin serving her time on July fifteenth at York County Prison. This is so played out. How long ago did um desperate housewives stop airing? You remember that, those scenes on Desperate Housewives where the woman stored her husband in the deep freezer because she needed to keep collecting his checks. And then somehow after seeing that scene, I started hearing about stories where people were hiding the dead, storing the dead to continue collecting checks. But they make it easy in this country, unfortunately, real easy, because I'm still getting things here. Mail addressed to my dad. He died 2017. It's 2022.
13: I don't th- Moment. I don't think it's because they necessarily make it easy. You know how the saying goes. Whatever your intention is, you feed that. Because I would never think to do something. That I probably wouldn't. Even, I don't even know how to access to my mom's stuff and my dad's stuff. You understand? I think just some people just that's their mindset. And then when she could have done everything else but she buried a woman that's your grandma Willie in the freezer it, I, I don't know it's more to it than money to me the way you describe with these scenarios so it's it's just unfortunate it's not about just money
0: what else do you think it could possibly be doctor doctor besides yeah, the money
13: well, first of all if the check the check is on somebody else's name if I go to the bank they won't cash it to me how are they collecting the money? How did she collect it? How, what access did they have to the account? You understand, to me, there's... I'm looking at that sense where if somebody can steal your identity and run a check, the bank will give them the money, but they won't give you the money type of scenario. How did she get the check? How is the check on her name and the grandmother's name? Number one, she got to cash it. Where she's putting it in the bank, no one then noticed that it was a different name, a different bank account. And is it sending in a credit card? How are those checks coming in? How is social security is paying people? That's what I mean. Social, like, social security can go straight to a bank account.
0: Yeah, direct deposit.
13: Okay, direct so deposit. then she had um, access to the account itself. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. yes. Okay.
0: Also, for example, when my children get a check from their uncle who lives in Canada, For Christmas right they don't have an account the younger ones right they don't have an an account so it gets deposited in our account so it can happen you can deposit money into an account and your name is not on the check it can happen different scenarios now it could very well be that Glenora and Cynthia had a joint account as well that's possible um, Glenora could have signed over the check. She could forge Glenora's signature and sign it over, pretending, you know, that she signed it over to Cynthia. And banks will deposit the checks. Some banks, um, some tellers may, hold on, something's off here. Some go off of instinct and say, let's investigate. But for the most part, you can, it's not very hard to deposit a check in your account.
13: Yeah, I understand, I understand that part. But some, like I said, for these kind of scenario, I think these things were set up as the older people were alive. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody was coming in to take care of them. And so that's when the opportunity come to do those things because you cannot initiate it after they passed away. It's right. something already started as they were alive. You already had access. You were, So that's, I mean, to me, that's just the mindset of whoever was taking care of these older people.
0: Right. Yeah. 186 over 6 years, that's what. 31,000 a year roughly over a 6 year period. Let me do my math. 186 divided by Yeah, $31,000 a year she made of restoring her grandmother's body. A Michigan babysitter accused of murdering toddler mother says she threw my son into the wall. A babysitter in Michigan is now in police custody after allegedly murdering a 23-month-old boy left in her care. Kimora Hodges, 21, babysat the boy over the past two months. She was watching the toddler for his mother who went to work in their Roseville, Michigan, at their Roseville, Michigan apartment on June 13, when Hodges allegedly physically abused him. Authorities say after the babysitter abused the boy, she called his mother, 18-year-old Taylor Starks, and said, he did not appear normal after ingesting soap. Hodges then claimed that the boy was having an allergic reaction. Police said a call was reportedly placed to nine one one, and Starks rushed home. People reported once I made it there, my baby was on the ground having a seizure after seizure after seizure. The boy was rushed to the hospital, where he underwent emergency surgery. He had blunt force trauma to the head and he was bleeding out his ears and had to have immediate brain surgery. All I know is she threw my son into the wall and shook him up pretty bad, and they said that's just a bit of what she did to him. Baby Kyrie died from his injuries on Wednesday. Hodges was originally charged with first-degree child abuse, but the charge has now been upgraded to felony murder, an official at McComb County's 39th District Court confirmed. Starks posted a tribute to her son on Instagram writing in part I'm hurting so bad because you know you were my everything. I had you at 16 by myself and we have been doing this together ever since we were growing up together no matter how bad we struggled or were going through you never judged me. I promise to get justice for you and I can't imagine the pain you endured. it's not in you to babysit people's children leave them children alone if you are not of the mental capacity you don't have the mental capacity the the, the fortitude to take care of someone's child don't a young child is not the easiest to take care of it takes a lot of patience especially if they start crying and you can't figure out what it is that they're trying to communicate to you It takes
13: a lot of patience. Moment. This is the part of the kind of the story the Haitian and me come out. Like this whole justice doesn't make any sense. There's so many that's beyond impatient. I think that's viciousness because you pay to take care of the child, you know, and your way of fixing an issue is to throw a baby against a wall or. That's there's more to the story than that. She she needs to be thrown against a wall.
0: Point <laughs> blank, period. That's just wicked. That's evil. It's cruel. A baby. I'm always out and about and when I see babies, I'm like I look at them and I'm like, how can people hurt a baby? What did that baby do to you? An Alabama sheriff's deputy has been placed on administrative leave after he was charged with promoting prostitution. Gerard Moore, 25, was charged with two counts of promoting prostitution in the third degree. The charges are misdemeanors. Moore is employed with the Corrections Division of the Jefferson County Sheriff's Department, according to a press release from the department. Warrants were issued for his arrest, and he surrendered himself to the Jefferson County Jail in Birmingham. At around 3.30 p.m. on Friday, Moore was released on a $600 bond. No other details were made available, and the investigation is ongoing. I, um, is prostitution legal in some states, not legal in some states? What, what, what's the deal? Uh, because I know it varies from state to state i know it does is it that in some states it's legal or is it that depending on your job your profession you cannot indulge in prostitution whether it's legal even if it's legal i don't know what is legal prostitution called is it still referred to as escort escort yeah
7: it is it is and that that cop quite frankly He should have been charged with human trafficking, right? Because when you have somebody of his, of that degree, of that caliber, Mm -hmm. that's, that's human trafficking. You know, it's like, it's like when uh, think about all the countless black people who've been charged with drug trafficking,
0: Mm
7: -hmm. they got small amounts of drugs
0: yeah,
7: and they upgrade the charge. That charge needs to be upgraded.
0: Yeah. He was releasing a $600 bond. Yeah. And it's looked at as a misdemeanor. what's that a slap on the wrist? Yeah. So they're okay with it, but they're not okay with it. That's the message, right? Based on the degree to which he's charged and the amount of he his bond. Have,
15: he must have, he must have had a clients list with judges on it.
0: Anything is possible. <laughs> So they have to protect them. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Police say restaurant workers shot an argument over mayonnaise. And this story comes to us via WSVN, courtesy of the Associated Press. A man who complained there was too much mayonnaise on his sandwich opened fire at an atlanta sandwich shop killing one employee and injuring another i guess you're not going to get to eat that sandwich now huh the shooting happened around 6 30 p.m sunday at a subway restaurant attached to a gas station in downtown atlanta police said the man argued with two female workers before shooting them this is a very tragic situation that did not have to occur He said a 36-year-old man believed to be the shooter was arrested Sunday evening after someone whom police are not identifying provided them with information. Hampton said police are not immediately releasing the suspected shooter's name because of the ongoing investigation. The woman who died was 26 years old. The other woman, 24, remained in critical condition on Monday. The injured woman's five-year-old son was in the restaurant at the time and Hampton lamented the trauma that that child will have to deal with. It's frustrating that we have a 26-year-old female who is no longer with us. It frustrates me that we had an individual with a firearm who decided that was the answer to resolve a conflict over a sandwich. It just breaks my heart to know that someone has the audacity to point a weapon and shoot someone for as little as too much mayonnaise on a sandwich. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to be surprised anymore. I really don't know. Certain jobs you couldn't pay me a million dollars to do. That's one of them. That is one of them. Sorry, just not going to do it. I'd rather go stand on an intersection with a bucket in my hand and beg for money than go do certain jobs. That's just me.
15: At well, he's going somewhere where he going gonna to get extra extra mayonnaise all the time.
0: Marlon, why did you have to go there?
15: Marlon, you just made me bust out loud in the <laughs> office. <laughs> why? I just oh, everybody have a good time, man. It's Tuesday.
0: <laughs> you are really turned up this Tuesday, Marlon if you go get extra extra man. you know what i'm gonna pray for you (laughs) you need help so for the rich and famous in this room very soon you will have your terminal at the atlanta hartfield jackson airport yep one thing about atlanta we all a celebrity (laughs) but a new terminal that's being added For the rich and famous will definitely tell us who are the who's who. A private luxury airport terminal operator known for catering to Hollywood stars is coming to the HJI. Hartsville-Jackson International, the terminal will be for A-list passengers or those willing to pay thousands for exclusive entry and exit from the world's busiest airport. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution reported this story. The company called P.S. and formerly known as the Private Suite, has operated a private terminal at Los Angeles International Airport for the well-known and rich. Hartsfield-Jackson has become a frequent gateway for celebrities, especially since Georgia is a white-hot film industry. The state has become one of the top locations for both TV and film. The city of Atlanta is one of the few places where a P.S. terminal will be a perfect fit. PS has teamed up with Signature Aviation, which already operates an aviation terminal for private planes at the Atlanta airport. The two will lease one of the Signature's two buildings located on the north side of Hartsfield-Jackson's airfield. The partnership would allow deep-pocketed passengers to skip the main security lines and check in at the new private terminal starting this fall. PS announced it will have private security screening and customs clearance, as well as chauffeured transportation to and from the passenger's aircraft. There will also be menus with food and cocktails for both departures and arrivals. If you are interested in all access annual membership costs $4,850, using the membership to travel costs $3,450 for private suite for members or $4,650 for non-members. So Marlon, can I get an annual membership, please? I, I feel I'm not there yet. I'ma get there. I feel a little rich and famous. I want to get in and get out and be about my business. Can I get one of those, Marlon? Mem- annual membership.
13: And me too, Marlon.
0: For sure. Whatever
15: you ladies want, I got you. Ooh, I gotta get in on
0: this. you gotta get in on this one, Javette. Yeah. While wow, he's giving, we're taking. Yeah. So, isn't there? I
13: guess this week I want to have it entrance when I went through a TSA from Detroit. Oh my God! I was like, I need to find myself a rich somebody because this is crazy right here. <laughs> I'm, I'm. I asked first after your wife, so Javid, come. I don't <laughs> <out of> mind my- <laughs> Listen.
0: Listen, I'm all about spreading the love. We gotta make, we gotta, you know, turn up, but on a budget. <laughs> it on a budget.
9: I already know I come after Rosola and Sonnet. <laughs>
13: <laughs> well, they didn't talk, you know, so they didn't reach out their voice. She <laughs> 90, so she forfeits she spot. I'm. So me and Javid took them together, so yeah. she... Yeah, she ain't gonna even know what we're talking about. She's oh my have...
0: gosh!
15: Not a problem.
0: <laughs> wow, but isn't there? I guess this is for international travel because I know there's a private airport that's close to Buckhead. Isn't there one there, Mar uh, Marlon? Yeah, they have a private strip that is close to Buckhead. So I guess that's for domestic. This one will be for international as well as domestic. I hope they're not um taking food out of the mouth of the other airport. I hope
15: well most of these um people have their airport in their backyard anyways.
0: So
13: true. That's true. Yeah. And if here in DC, they already have their own section in the airport for private everything because of the we are surrounded by the politician number one and um number two the people rich and famous. They don't travel with us like that. No. So I'm I didn't know that was a thing. I thought they already had that. Like, for you, when you said it, but you explained a little bit. I'm like, don't you people already have that? Because friends of mine that own their own private plane everything else, they don't don't go to the same entrance. They have their own security. They have everything already. Like, how is that a new thing?
0: I wouldn't... You know, as you said, private plane. I've always dreamt of owning a plane. No lie. But I always say, because I could park it in my backyard, literally, because there is a... The, the the um tell me, I mean is how far from us? From about ten minutes, if that much, less than ten minutes. But I always oh, say I would own a private plane, but it would be for business purposes. Meaning, I would lease it out. I wouldn't want to own a plane and just have it for me. One day i might get my coins up, Marlon. Have you bought a lot of ticket yet? Because you see, if you bought a lot of ticket, we <laughs> could win, and then I'd be able to pick everybody up, and we just go touring. At a small fee, right? Yeah. You could
13: do that. You don't need to own a plane. Did you know you could rent a
0: private plane? It'd yeah, take you, you can.
13: Yeah, and it'll take you another. So you could do, still get what you want for the one day without owning one.
0: i tell you because- something, Dr. Daphne. Sometimes, depending on where you're going, if you have a group of, say, 12, 15 of you, it's actually cheaper than you buying individual tickets and going commercial. Yeah. Just a little we- FYI
13: it is we've done that before it is we do like six you don't i don't well, we've done it once and it's not as um hard people think it is it's getting better to be able to do that yeah.
0: yeah it
13: is
0: yep it's not bad so samuel l jackson criticizes karen's thomas for proposing to overturn significant rulings how's uncle clarence feeling about loving virginia mm. Okay. Following the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe versus Wade and the constitutional right to abortion, Samuel L. Jackson is putting Justice Clarence Thomas on blast for proposing that the court reevaluate other significant rulings. And we know what those are, right? Um on Friday Jackson tweeted, "How is Clarence, Uncle Clarence feeling about loving V Virginia referring to the landmark 1967 ruling that declared interracial marriage unconstitutional need i go any further he forgot he's married to a white woman yeah so while you're thinking about um saying they would need to reverse gay marriages and reverse um or deny um access to birth control <laughs> remember you married to a white woman boo boo We may want to repeal that, too. So think carefully before you start blurting things out. And I'm sure the whites would be happy if you were kicked out. Yeah, be very careful. Nene Leakes does not understand why she's being dragged into her boyfriend's legal issues with his estranged wife. Nene, Nene, I thought you said you could read. Isn't that that, that what she said on her show? I can read. I'll figure it out, Nini. You have allegedly money. She wants money for um, her pain and suffering because you took away her source of income, one up. So you're going to be dragged into it and you're parading this man's, this woman's husband all over the place when they're not really apart legally so of course you're going to get dragged into it it becomes entanglement it's a whole part of it right deal with it nini be quiet stop crying um when you decide to deal with a married man or a married woman understand the repercussions and everything that comes with it that's all i'm gonna say i'm not here to tell nini she's wrong for doing what she's doing no i cannot i can't do that I have my own sins to pay for. But I will say, stop seeking attention. You knew what you get. You know what you're getting yourself into, right? It comes with risks. Yeah. DJ Naturalist, you okay? I know DJ Naturalist, if he's able to go on air, will have his story time for later, so I won't bring it up now.
15: No, I'm, no, I'm good, man. I could share, man. In, in a big deal, man.
0: Go right ahead. You got one yeah. minute, 60 seconds. Oh.
15: I got violated my wife' uh, new car. They they uh, stole all the wheels, broke the window, um, broke the battery cable, and left the car sitting on bricks.
0: Yeah. That's it. So yesterday he violated
15: like a mother.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yesterday I didn't see, I didn't hear him on QMZRadio.com. So I'm like, okay. I jump on Clubhouse. I don't see him. There. I'm like, okay. So I run to Future FM. I don't see him there either. I'm like, okay, what the heck is going on? Is he okay? So I sent him a text message. I'm like, not going on today. Didn't even say how you're doing everything all right. You know, that typical woman. "Uh, What's up? What's going on? You good? He sends me a video of the car sitting on crates and bricks, Window busted out. Yeah. All four wheels gone gone with wheel locks on them
15: yep but the wheel locks the key was inside the glove box when they bought the window they, these, these are professional because oh, yeah they, that's, they, true. They, that's true that's true the alarm went off my wife got a notification at two. she never seen until three o'clock but then it was too late because if she had seen the notification i was actually home at that time and the car only like two minutes from the house so i probably would have caught him in the action but i mean i'm all right she's the one that's devastated yeah. it is what it is for me right now
0: oh boy well you know something what i say is this and i said it I, I sent a text message back to naturalist i said you're both okay insurance can take care of everything as long as they're okay i'm okay you know i wouldn't want to know that anything happened to them so grateful for that everything else can be replaced right so we take that
15: To steal the whole car, then take these
0: people are crazy. Yeah, they should have just taken the whole car and be gone.
15: That's 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 what I said, man. Take the entire car, man. Do what you want, do what you want to do with it. Yeah, just to see the car like that, man, that's a low punch. And I'm like, damn, man, it is. It is.
9: A car is worth more in parts than it is in entirety.
0: Oh, wow. All right.
7: Ladies, 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 Ladies and gentlemen. Th- 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 thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening.
1: Thank you for listening.
7: Thank you for tuning in to <laughs> J- 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 John-O- Radio. Gianno Radio. We are we are we are online 24/7. We 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 hope
1: you enjoyed the show. Bye-bye.